Seen real work, not writing down gobbledygook. Christian Arkan. We like the hippie in here. Christian and King. Weekdays, noon to 3 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. And streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. What do you need? What do you want? Can I not just live here without having to occasionally deal with you animals? Now, here's Christian Arkan and Tom King. Hour number two, Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, on the Monday after Thanksgiving. Hope everybody out there had a nice holiday. I know I did. Did you knock on people's doors, Tom? Yeah, nobody was home. Are you serious? Yeah. No one let you in? No one let me in. <laughs> I had a backup plan. Which was? An 11 and a half pound turkey. That you ate yourself? I'll be eating it for the next week. God, your life is sad. I know. But I don't have to cook any meals for the next week. Instead of, you know, knocking on strangers' doors. Yeah. Well, some you, of them aren't strangers. I mean, had you, yeah. Well, fine. People in the neighborhood yeah. who you're not related to and don't really know all that well. Yeah, that's true. Instead of that. I don't know anybody that well. Why not, I don't know, contact some people you do know? Because I don't know anybody. You know people. Yeah. You may, they may not like you, but you know them at least. Well, that's just it. I know they don't like me. Say, hey, you know, I'm just doing a little thing. Going to cook a little meal. I want to come over. We go somewhere else. We'll do something. Because Instead that way, just showing up on because I have step. to because I have to share the leftovers. Then, if I'm going to cook it myself, I might as well just eat the whole thing. That's not really the point. Oh, yeah, it is. No, it isn't. <laughs> The point is that instead of being... The point is, get me fed as cheaply as possible. No, but you're missing the greater point here. What's the greater point? Is that you were on people's doorsteps like some, you know, baby that got adopted by the in the firehouse or whatever. You know? Well, you know, waiting. it's charity, you know? That's the way it is. Waiting for some family to let you Nobody in. Nobody was home. They were all gone. All yeah. the driveways were empty. Everybody was gone. Which is why... You know? You know, maybe that was a hint... I'll have to try Christmas. This, now I'll have to try an it. idea. Now I'll have to give it a, a try at Christmas. You know we'll, what we'll about uh, what about your? Uh... Yeah, go on out of uh, out of the out of the region. Everybody away. Everybody away. No, couldn't go with them. No, no. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, they must not like you. Very no, much. nobody likes me very much. They must say it's a, to leave leave that guy. Leave, at home, leave him home. Yep, that's but it. I, that's what I try to say to no, you. Every relatives are all far away. Hmm. You know. All right. None of them. Well, the good news is, uh, even though you were Ugh. unable to have any good Thanksgiving dinner with anyone, strangers or family or friends or whatever, uh, at least you got your ass kicked in our football picks, and they're right now. Let's uh, get into them. The National Football League. Oh, God. (laughs) It started on Thanksgiving Day, and I don't have the final score for this one. Dallas over Washington, but it wasn't by a touchdown. The Redskins covered. Yes. You don't have a score on that game? No, I don't have it here. What was the final score of that game? I think that was a... uh, Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting I would have to do this. Yes, I know you were. Otherwise, I would have prepared yeah, I, it. I forgot that it was a Thanksgiving Day game, and I didn't have the score here with, with all the info that I had. But anyway. Started a different one. I digress. 
son of cowboy. Atlanta Falcons. We'll start with a win for me. Atlanta at home against the very underachieving Arizona Cardinals. Mm. The Falcons go on a roll, a rant, a rave. They win 38-19. They were giving Arizona four. I picked Atlanta. You picked Arizona. I have the win. Mm-hmm. We By move the on. Way, uh, the uh, Dallas-Washington game, 31-26. <laughs> <Yes. 31, 26, laughs> five, five points. points. <laughs> touchdown spread. Yep. 31-26, the Cowboys, the best team in the National Football Conference, by the way, who will go on to the Super Bowl in my, in my mind. Anyway, we leave Atlanta and we head down to Houston. The Houston Texans getting a point at home mm-hmm. against the San Diego Chargers, who may not have a home after this year. Right. The Chargers come away with a very convincing 21-13 win. Nothing. Brock Osweiler threw three interceptions. I, I lose that one. About it. Yeah. He God. sucks. He, he, he does. He sucks. The Texans suck. That's a suck bag team. Yeah. Osweiler's another guy, who backup quarterback, who sucked God, the team in the contract. Yep. Not 230 yards, three interceptions, no touchdowns. Yep. Trevor Simeon's a better quarterback than he is. Yeah, he is. Yep. He rushed for a touchdown, though. Got those wheels, Osweiler yeah, that's does. That's good. That's great. That's um, lovely. Got didn't schooled help me. by didn't, Philip Rivers. Didn't help me, did it? No. No, it didn't help me a bit. This didn't help me a bit either. The Seattle Seahawks <laughs> on the road to Tampa, giving the Buccaneers five and a half points. The Seahawks probably, I figured, would win by ten. Yeah, five and a half could have been the over-under for the Seahawks, and you could have taken the under and won. Oh, my God. Fourteen to five. Yeah. Fourteen to five. To five. Five. That Seahawks offense that walked into Gillette Stadium after you had a bye week and did whatever the hell they wanted, scored five points against <laughs> James Tampa. Winston in the Tampa Bay That's Buccaneers. That's what the NFL is like these days. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Would you trade defenses with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers straight up right now? Would you trade your defense for their defense? You mean, Can you name you mean, three I, people on the Tampa Bay defense? No. Of course not. I can't either. <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, Chris Conti. They have Chris Unbelievable. Conti. Remember him? So, oh, Levante David. He's a good player. Oh, Chris Conti, the uh, the former Giant lineman. Yeah. Brent Grimes. Right. Jerome McCoy. So I'm down. I might one, do it. I'm down one to three. I figure the Jets, the New England Patriots, and the Denver Broncos will bail me out and pull me even so I can survive the weekend with a little bit of dignity. Nope. The New England Patriots find themselves in a tussle against the New York Jets, and they win, but they only win by five points. They spread seven and a half. They can't beat the Jets by more than a touchdown. The three and eight New York Jets. Just like One I said, four. they never, be, they never, blow, they out never the blow out the, the Jets. The last seven times the Patriots have played they've the Jets. Decided by six or less, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, seven or less. Seven or less. Yeah. And that goes back three years because there's one game yeah. this year, two last year, two the year before, and two the year before that. Yep. And the Patriots have been better than the Jets all three of those years. They just don't beat them by that much and then, for whatever reason. And then we go to Denver where the Denver Broncos, thanks to Trevor Simeon's ingenuity, running out of the pocket and throwing a touchdown pass to give the Broncos an eight-point lead with a minute and a half and cha- minute and change to go. All they have to do is play defense to win the football game by eight points. 
which clearly gives me a win since the Chiefs were only getting three and a half. And they can't do it. Thus, I leave the evening with my tail between my legs. <laughs> and I head for the freezer and eat ice cream like every other depressed person does. I lose the week 5-1. to one. I am now down 19 games with mm-hmm. five weeks left. Five weeks. How many games on an average week? Was there 15, uh, 16 games? Yeah, there's 30 teams. Three there's 30, or four 30, on bye weeks. So. No, there's yeah. no more buys. I think they're all the bye weeks. Oh, all the bye weeks are over. So, yeah, over. so, so yeah, 15. Th- 15 games. So mathematically, I still have a chance. Yes, mathematically, you still do. <laughs> Oh, um, God. In five weeks, we'd have to average about four differences, and you'd have to win them all, yes. basically. Yep. Yeah. So you're gonna have to start. You're gonna have to start doing what I had to do that one Gamble, year. Yeah. And you, when you I was just throwing grenades all yeah, over the place. Make outrageous picks. Yeah. It made it worse. Yeah, I know. So maybe you don't do that right away. Maybe you try and dig back in. Then at the end, you'd go. For there the is, however, a silver lining <laughs> to the Sunday that was. We're getting lobster. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> where yes, is he? we are. DJ Dave, we're calling you. I don't know where DJ Dave is, but I believe that the New York football giants have won their eighth game. Have earned us some fresh, delicious delights from the sea. Scrumptious lobster. Yes. Lobster, lobster, lobster. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Oh, this is great. I can't wait to eat my lobster. This Nothing. Is great. You know the better. The only thing better than lobster is free lobster. Yeah, I know it. Lobster that you want in a bet. Yeah, I know it. Uh-huh. Oh my god. You know what I would like actually? What would you like? If we can't all get you know together for this, which you probably can't. Have him sent to it. Send yeah, to us. I'd like him to send me like a live lobster. I'll have him send me the uh, the uh, lazy man's lobster. <laughs> I mean, makes sense. <laughs> you don't like cracking the shells? Yeah, all right. Yeah, give me a dead one. I want. To cook oh, I like one. manhandling yeah. my lobster. Yeah, yeah. Boy. Give me a dead one. I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll just, uh, I'll just crack it. Up. I go to the seafood restaurant. The table, they have to throw the table away when I'm done. Uh, it's disgusting. Oh, really? Oh, Good yeah. Boy. I'm like a savage beast with those oh, things. Oh man. I'm like licking the shells clean. Oh yeah. Still. Yeah. Yep. Everyone's embarrassed. And then when I'm done, <laughs> I put the bib on. By the way, and yeah, I wear the bib. Yeah, I rip it off like Hulk Hogan. I actually, at my age, I need a bib when I eat anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same bib I wear at every meal. That's right. It basically is. So, you yeah. know, oh, lobster bib. Yeah, right. Yeah, lobster right. bib. Lobster right. bib. Yeah, yeah, that's, sure, what I, that's do. what I do. Yeah, I bring for. it to restaurants, so they think I'm eating lobster when I put it on. <laughs> do we disagree on uh, the game tonight? No, we Philly have Green Bay. Bay. Philly Green Bay. No, we, we both have. We both have uh, Philly. Okay. No, we don't have any disagreement. I'm. I'm. You know, that's all over. I'm toast. It's pretty much all over, yeah. This is my weekend. This is the weekend I thought I was really going to make hay. I thought I was going to win five out of six and cut it down to 11 and make it an interesting four five weeks. I'll tell you what. There's yeah. some pretty interesting matchups next week. A lot of very evenly matched teams next week. Let's see. I'm just taking a quick look here. Patriots, Rams, forget about them, obviously, and uh, Denver-Jacksonville, throw that out, too. Detroit, New Orleans. Detroit, New Orleans. Kansas City, Atlanta. Atlanta. Miami-Baltimore. Miami-Baltimore. Dallas-Minnesota. Houston-Green Bay. (laughs) Philadelphia and Cincinnati. San Francisco-Chicago. Two crappy teams teams, there. Uh, The Giants and the Steelers. Giants lose that. Redskins-Cardinals. Tampa Bay-San Diego. Almost have identical records. Uh, Carolina and Seattle, which may not be a great game, but Seattle did just score five points against... uh, Against the Tampa defense. That's a Sunday night game. That, and uh, Colts-Jets on Monday night. I mean, you may not think some of those games are any good, but you have to admit that as far as 
the season's gone. Uh, the season's gone. Not a whole lot of really one-sided on paper anyway matchups there. I think you're going to have a lot of really low. No, lines. and even that Colts game is important because the Colts need to win it. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they so. absolutely do. Yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of really close spreads this week, and you should. And there's some good there's some matchups in there. I actually think are going to be pretty intriguing. Uh, Giants Pittsburgh. I think that'll be a great game. Um, Dolphins Baltimore is going to be a huge game. Uh, uh, Detroit New Orleans could mean something. KC Atlanta, I think, is a great game between two an AFC and an no, NFC Detroit team. New Orleans is one of the bigger games. Yeah, so New Orleans is fighting for survival, and Detroit's looking like they can win the division. Mm-hmm. You know who else is there? Who's you, gonna Who's gonna unseat the Lions right now? I don't know. You know, I mean, other than the Vikings, who can't really play, aren't playing that well. Detroit won, and Detroit's got a game in hand. They beat them already on yeah. Thanksgiving Day. They're a game up on them with a game in hand. The Packers are four and six. That was a great game to, to start the day. Yeah, Detroit, it was. Minnesota. That was mm-hmm. that was fabulous. That Washington, was a great game. And their Washington Dallas game was close too. The night game was a dog because of the fact that, that luck couldn't play. Right. The Washington Dallas game was an awesome game. Yeah, it was. Scored about what thirty five combined yeah. points in the fourth yeah, quarter of that game. Down. Yeah, that exactly. was terrific. Yeah. Um, but you know, Giants with another impressive win. They've won six in a row. Yeah, their offense wasn't. They were they were they were touch and go with Cleveland. With Cleveland, Cleveland I know, but they've still won six yeah, in a row. They played down to the level of the competition, but they Tampa covered, Bay they Bucks covered. have won three in a row. Uh, yeah. The Lions have won three in a row. Cowboys have won ten in a row. Raiders have won five. Yeah, and the Miami Dolphins, hottest team in the AFC East right now in a six. That's the team. That's the team mm-hmm. right there. You know, that's a really interesting, impressive team. They made a defensive play at the end of that game. And, you know, when's the last time you saw the Dolphins with this kind of record this late in the year? Don't even remember. Yeah. I don't remember the last time they were over 500 at this time in the year. Yeah. Let alone three games over 500. Yeah. Seven and four. Seven and four. Yeah. They went out. They could, you know, not that they will, but if they do, yeah, I don't know what their remaining games are after they they, they have what well, they have Baltimore, right? Uh, the la- remaining games for the Dolphins are the Ravens, Cardinals at uh, at Ravens, home versus Cardinals, at Jets, at Bills, home versus Patriots. They can win probably nine, games. probably nine and seven. That's what I'm thinking. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Yep. They look like a nine and seven team right now. I think they could beat the Ravens. Yeah, but I mean, I think they could also lose to any of those teams. Ravens, Jets, and Bills. Ten games right there. Nine and seven. All right. Yep. The last time the Dolphins finished with an <laughs> – let's play a little game, Tom. When is the last time the Miami Dolphins finished with a record over 500? Uh, over 500. I'll give you a hint. It was no, within no, – no, 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 okay, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll try it myself. Let's see. I'll try it myself. Um – over 500 for the Dolphins. I'll say 2006. Close. 2008. Oh, not bad. In 2006. Oh, no, t- 2008, they won a the division. That's right. Tony Sperano was the coach. That was the oh, last yeah, time. there you go. All right. Yeah, yeah I should have known that. Uh, yeah. Chad Pennington was the quarterback. Ronnie Brown. Ted Ginn. Yep. Wasn't even that good of a team. Uh, you know who the best player on that team was? Remember Joey Porter? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Joey Porter was on that Dolphins yep. team. Right. They went eleven and five, lost in the wild card game, and uh, before that, their last over five hundred season was two thousand and five. They went nine and seven. That was uh, with Nick Saban. That was when Tony Sperano was the coach. And the next year, in the locker room, early in the season, 
he made the comment telling his team that the division goes through us. <laughs> yeah. And Bill Belichick played that tape for the Patriots that year. And they ended up, you know, you know. Ended, ended up, up going 7-9, and nine, finishing in third place. Right, and the, and the Patriots, you know, ended up winning your... And I, the Patriots won the division with division, a but bad they were team Bad team, yeah. yeah, exactly. They had to play the wild card game against the Ravens at home and lost it. Mm-hmm. So. Amazingly, the Chad Henney, Chad, the two Chads couldn't quite uh, put together another winning yeah, well, season. Well, Pennington there. was basically done because of yeah. his shoulder. He was mm-hmm. barely able to throw the football. And Chad Henney was only good against the Patriots. Remember, he used to have those three big games right. against the Patriots in that span. Yep. Uh, you know, which exactly. didn't make any sense, but kept on happening. Right. Uh, we have to take a break. 603 in the National Football League. Indeed it is. Uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Listen live or watch the show live streaming on our Facebook at ESPN New Hampshire. Talking boxing with Billy C. Every Saturday morning from 4 to 6. Here's my thoughts to WBC, who likes to parade around and act like they are the sport of boxing. They like to, to promote their belt as the belt to have. And for the most part, a lot of fighters follow that thought process. I think Canelo Alvarez would be in a position to really put some egg on the face of, of the WBC. On the home for boxing fans, ESPN New Hampshire. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. This is Laura Stelchik with Elise Jolly from Merrimack High School. Can you tell me a little bit about some of your activities at school? I am a part of the Merrimack Volleyball Athletic. I'm on the swim team and the track and field team in the spring. I do student council. What would you say the swim, lacrosse, basketball, track and field have in common? Anything? <laughs> the team atmosphere experiences you have with each team within and the sport you find between the team. What is it like to know that you're leaving your school, that you've been so involved in with your friends and all your activities, to know that you're going to be leaving that. Are you excited or are you nervous? Like, it's exciting to see what else the world has to offer and what else is out there. But at the same time, having to like leave your comfort zone and throwing yourself out there is a little nerve-wracking because you built so much. And like I'm going to be different to like... Elise, where are you looking at going to school? Playing volleyball at the University of Delaware in New York. So I'm really excited to be down there. I'm looking at maybe doing something along like biology and the biological sciences and and who would you say has influenced you the most in your academics i would say that my siblings i have both worlds of siblings and one of them my brother james has definitely led me to be who i am today um and tammy lambro because she has been there for me for the past five years that was elise jolly apple therapy student athlete of the month for october nominate your son or daughter sign up now at espnnhradio.com with six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers in all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. There's no better place to watch football than Buffalo Wild Wings. Monday night, Thursday night, or all day Sunday, visit your local Buffalo Wild Wings at 8 Loudon Road in Concord or inside the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester for the best football watching experience. While you're there, grab a Bud or Bud Light Hall Draft for only $3.49 or a Goose Island IPA for $4.99 all December long. Join the fun for Bud Light Wednesday night trivia at Buffalo Wild Wings where you can test your knowledge and win great prizes like ski tickets. Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord and Manchester. Wings, beer, sports. 
Granite State Game Day, Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Everyone's clamoring now for them to trade the pick. The fact remains that you should have just listened to me at the trade deadline. I said then, trade the pick. If you can get the right move, trade the pick. Because you don't know, it could be get it could become more valuable, it could become less valuable. And I think because they didn't land in the top two, it became a little less valuable. Dragon Bender, who played 13 minutes a game in Israel, does not is not attractive to me. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. Hi, my name is Jen Kaludi. My husband Sal and I are the owners of Embroidered Me in Nashua and Embroidered Me of Bedford in New Hampshire. We help companies and organizations promote themselves through embroidered apparel, screen printed shirts, promotional products, personalized gifts, and much more. I invite you to come visit our showrooms, conveniently located at 345 Amherst Street in Nashua and our Bedford showroom at 410 South River Road. You can also visit our websites at embroideredme-nashua.com or embroideredme-bedford.com. My team and I look forward to helping you promote your business. Embroidered Me, your promotional marketing partner. TrySofi.com is the smart, easy way to save money on your student loans. Now they want you to know about the smart, easy way to save money on your credit card debt. That's with a TrySofi.com personal loan. If you're hardworking, in a good job, and have great credit, but you have credit card debt, a TrySofi.com personal loan with their low fixed rates and no fees is the smart alternative to credit cards. The national average interest rate on credit cards is over 15%. In most cases, you can cut your interest rate in half with SoFi. Find out how much you can save by going to TrySofi.com. That's T-R-Y-S-O-F-I.com. SoFi lends up to $100,000. Checking your rate will not affect your credit score. Go to TrySofi.com. That's T-R-Y-S-O-F-I.com for low fixed rate personal loans with no application or origination fees. Terms, conditions, and state restrictions apply. California Finance Lender Law License Number 6054612. NMLS Number 1121636. We've got it all here on ESPN New Hampshire. We're back. It's Christian King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Nice to have you with us here today. It is. It's a gorgeous afternoon. Yeah. It's going to be lousy the next couple of days after that, though. <laughs> well, it is almost December, you know. Oh, God. The weekend? Yeah. In terms of Thursday, you know, once the, later in the day, Wednesday into Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, my God. Saturday, Friday was all foggy mm. everywhere. You couldn't go anywhere. It was I all, know. No visibility. Ugh. Did Awful. you happen to catch the uh, Ravens, what they did at the end of that game with the Bengals? Did not see it. They're up by a touchdown. Clock's running out. They had 11 seconds on fourth down. Run out intentionally by committing holding penalties against all nine Cincinnati Bengals players who rushed at their punter, which gave him time to dance around in the end zone before conceding a safety and running the clock out. You mean they held everybody? Yeah. On purpose? On purpose. It's pretty genius. Leading by a touchdown, yeah. with the clock winding down, the Ravens ran out the game's final 11 seconds on fourth down right. by holding all nine Bengals players who were rushing their punter, giving the punter time to dance around the end zone before finally conceding the safety. Right, and the penalties won't matter because the game will be over. Harbaugh said, I tried to mention that was the best safety ever taken, and what I meant was it's the second best executed safety ever because we kept him clean the whole time. 
But Suggs said nothing can top the Super Bowl safety. Suggs was referring to the safety that clinched the Super Bowl, which not coincidentally came on the very same play call. Mm -hmm. Back then, the Ravens decided to punt from their end zone while clinging to a five-point lead against the Niners with 12 seconds left. Harbaugh ordered a play that called for his punt protectors to intentionally hold the Niners' rushers, giving the punter an opportunity to kill time before stepping out of bounds for the safety. There was no downside to that decision or the one Sunday. The Ravens would either give up two points or have to punt again after a minimal markoff for the holding penalty. They probably wouldn't have been able to do it two plays in a row if there had been time left on the clock. Cleet Blakeman could have declared it a palpably unfair act, and the clock would have been restored to its original time had they tried it again. Uh, Bengals cornerback Adam Jones called it a smart play. Koch said it worked even better than it did in the Super Bowl. He said the team practices the play, and everyone knows that a penalty would not lead to an untimed down as long as a hold wasn't in the end zone. Um, I don't know. I watched it, and I thought that was pretty smart. Yeah, it was a good idea. Yep. If you're the Bengals, who are, you know, 3-7-1. and Yeah, yeah. Marvin may be singing his swan song this time. No, he should be. Yeah. He probably should have before this, but now he really should be. Yep. Um, Elsewhere around the league. Mm Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns quarterback Robert Griffin III and his girlfriend (laughs) had all their money stolen from a parked car in the player's garage during their loss to the New York Giants, according to a tweet by the girlfriend, whose name is Greta Sadiko. And and he was just standing in civvies on the sidelines. Right. Uh, They valeted the car and came back all of the money taken out of their wallets. Why Why leave that stuff there? Why not just... Because they figured it was the players and family parking garage at their home stadium and that no one was going to steal from the players on the team and their spouses. But they thought wrong. <laughs> Just are you kidding me? Everybody knows that that's gonna, those are going to be the richest cars mm. with all of, with the most valuables. Yeah. Those would be the first ones they look for. Someone on Twitter said, why would you leave your money in the wallets in the car? Yeah. Why don't you just leave it in your locker? And she said, we parked in the players and family parking garage. I should be able to leave anything I want in there. Well, why don't you just, I mean, women carry bags all the time. I mean, just put it in your bag. I mean, he could bring it into the locker room and put it in his locker. I suppose. You know? Mm-hmm. Why would she not want her wallet? Why that, would, you know? That's a good I mean, you mean, you I would think you need it for ID. Well, he doesn't need it because he goes in through the you know yeah through but, the entrance. Everybody knows who he is. And, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean like, different stadiums have different entrances and different ways to work. Well, Griffin it. was back at practice this week, so he was probably on the sideline. You he know, was on the sideline. I saw it. Okay. Yeah, he was there. I was. I saw him. He was on the sideline in civvies. Well, was she on the sideline? No, I didn't see her. So if she's not on the sideline, then she's probably up in the family in this family suite, right? You know, where maybe you'd want your wallet for some reason. You know what I mean? Like. You know, here, caveat or something. I don't know. I don't know they, maybe they don't charge money up there. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's something. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe you want it. It's a good thing to maybe have. If you're Robert Griffin, you're standing on the field. You don't need your wallet. If you're there watching the game, it's a thing you'd probably want. But she just left it there, full of money in the car. And I mean, that's pretty messed up, though. Yeah, I, that's a ah, that's that's tough. You know, that's, oh, that's pretty that's, messed up. That that is that. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. That's tough. I mean, that's a really, that's a dumb decision. You know, mm-hmm. at a at a stadium, no way. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but, that's that's pretty bad. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. Still, your your cars are too susceptible. I mean, because those are the cars that everybody's gonna want to break into. They're the ones with the the, the they're rich people own those cars, right? 
but I can't imagine that of all the players on the team and all the other teams that no one else left something in a car, you know? Evidently not because no one else reported anything missing, right? Or they just knew it was RG3's car and someone said, screw this guy, let's go in there and yeah, get no, him. Because, I mean, you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm sure someone else left something in their car, you know, like an iPod, something, anything. Oh, sure, yeah, exactly. People leave crap in their cars all the time. Football player, I'm sure they have all sorts of crap all over their car. Uh, <laughs> Some of them leave stuff in their cars and they get arrested for it. That's true, sometimes. Right, exactly. Wasn't necessarily talking about that. But no, yeah. but yeah, exactly. You know, so I mean, but this Although is... when someone steals that, you don't hear the players going, hey man, someone stole my weed. I know, right. <laughs> or someone stole my gun, you yeah. know, or whatever, you know, that I didn't have a license for. Right. Oh boy. Don't hear that that often. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's what's going on in Cleveland. Um, so maybe DJ Dave could offer him a lobster, too. <laughs> that would, yeah, yeah, I bet he could use it. I bet RG3 is really down right now on a <laughs> nice lobster dinner. Probably <laughs> lift his spirits immensely. <laughs> You're right there? Yeah, I don't win too many bets, you know. What can I tell you? Not this year. No, you know, this is, this is good. Although winning a bet made you sound like the clown from the yeah, Stephen King movie. Winning eight, you know, eight games. Pennywise. You know? That was great. It's a pretty good Pennywise life, yeah. that's what you were yeah. going for. I'm not going for anything. I'm going for lobster. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. That's all I care about. It's free food. There was also a uh <laughs> there was also an interesting moment. I don't know if we have let me see if we have the uh if we have the sound. Did you did you were you listening to the game? Did you hear Greg Gumble? Oh no, no, nah, I was, you know, paying a little bit. I mean I had to write too, so I had to re- once the game was out, you know, once the game was out of once it, once there was no doubt, once that strip sack was made, I started writing. Listen to Gumble's call of Alan Branch blocking the field goal. Block. Picked up at the line of scrimmage by Dante Hightower. That was it. That was a blocked field blocked. goal. Blocked. Blocked. Picked up by Dante Hightower. His voice went up a little bit at the end. The end call is really unbelievable. Because the end call of this game, while not, you know, it was an exciting finish, and it was a good fourth quarter. Which should be enough to get the announcer to show a well, little. Well, the finish at the end was taking a knee at the three-yard line or whatever. Wherever right, I know, but I mean, it was still, was... you know, there was that strip sack and the drive and all the other stuff, and then they needed that first down, which they got, and then they kneeled, knelt it out, and that's fine. But Tom Brady won his 200th game. Yes. That's tied for the most ever in the history of the, of the National Football League, the AFL, all that stuff. That's the, the most ever. Tied with Peyton Manning, which in and of itself is – inherently interesting right and compelling and exciting yes and gumble goes and there's 200 wins 200 wins for tom brady that's it didn't even raise his voice it was like he lost a bet and he had to finish the broadcast and just go home and start drinking like that's what it seemed like he was about to start doing he probably does that anyways like he he was so depressed he has to work with trent green i know (laughs) it was terrible he sounded Uh. like he was on volume like it was just I mean there was nothing to this. And this was a this was a big play, this blocked field goal. Block. Blocked. It was blocked. <laughs> That's how he says it. Well, I mean his vo- I've heard I've heard I mean that audio is also the, the, the crowd noise seems to override it a little bit, you know? It's his voice doesn't come through in that. No. I think that's part of the audio's problem too. Don't you think? I don't necessarily think that if you had stripped the crowd sound out of there he would have sounded like you know, yeah, Gus Johnson or anything. Okay. Bob, Gus Johnson would have yeah. Gus Johnson would have woken me up. God. I'm not saying they all got to be Gus Johnson either. No, no. But, you know, 
It was the guy's 200th win. That's the most ever. Well, they asked Belichick about that, about Brady being the great, what makes Tom so great. Mm-hmm. Any answer? I don't have any comment on it. No, his answer? Did you see it? No. Oh. What do you say? He's a good player. <laughs> no, it's more. He's a good player. We have a lot of good players. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was rolling. Oh. I was rolling. I was like, oh, my God. Let me put it that way. Oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> Bill don't care about your life, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you. Uh, that's pretty funny. Oh, God. That was just a riot. He's a good player. We have a lot of good players. It was, it was spectacular. You know who else was a good player? Mark Bavaro. Yeah, yeah he was a good player. Yeah. Phil Simms was a good player. Jeff Hostel. Bill player. don't care about your life, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. 603-883-9900 is your phone number, 883-9900. You can text in at 845-827-1250. We'll get more into the uh, Patriots win, what it looks like in the AFC right now, and a couple other points to hit on here later on in the 2 o'clock hour. In I'm the meantime. S- I'm surprised we don't get a lot of texts from uh, our friend, uh, the Raiders fan. I haven't checked the text. Yes, I'm sure that that's, there's probably a lot of them about that. Perhaps. Yes. Let me see. Jeez, a lot of people log into this computer, boy. I'll tell you what. Uh, and they don't log see, out. I'm, I'm, really? If I wanted to, I could know everything about everyone who works here. Because they me. don't log out of there. And I, I used to do this, too. I used to leave my Facebook, my Twitter, all that stuff on. But I don't anymore. I always log out. But if I wanted to, I could learn every awful secret about every person who works here or who has ever worked here just by going to a computer they were just using. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Very, very loose around here with the info. Wow. Very loose. Oh, I would do something about Except that. Except for me, you have no info anyone wants. I have no info anybody wants after being, you know, I'm a, I'm a dead man according to this, <laughs> according to the government. I've been 125 years old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Texture says Cleveland and Tennessee on a buy this coming week. No one had a buy this week. Oh, Cleveland and Tennessee have buys this week. Yeah. Oh, that, week. Cleveland gets a break. That's that's good. good Texture says, does it appear the Patriots play down to opponents this season, Tom? Um, not necessarily, no. No, I mean, I think in the division you're going to have that because the teams know each other so well. But, no, I don't believe that they play down to the level of their opponents. So who who they beat uh, who they beat the previous week? San Francisco 49. Yeah, and that was well, a tough game on they the road. They played down yeah. to their – It was a lousy say. day, raining the whole bit. Yeah, but that doesn't mean the Kaepernick yeah. should go 7 for 8 with a perfect QB rating in the first half. I mean, they played right. – the defense, they Kaepernick moved the ball on them a lot. In that right, game. right. Um, but they've got they've got other blowouts this year. I think they've had a couple of them. You know, they beat Houston pretty easily. Um, they blew the Bills out on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had they've had decent wins against bad teams. Yeah. So Texter think... also says, guys, you're wrong. Uh, when Fisher coached Tennessee and played Brady in New England, those games were blowouts in the playoffs. They do blow teams out in the playoffs in the first game. They do that almost every year. No matter who ah, it is. Now, I'll, I'll change. I'll I'll argue that. Argue it all you want. Yeah. When Fisher was the head coach of Tennessee, mm-hmm. they almost beat him. One year, yeah. In one year. it was a, They had the lead in the fourth quarter. The Patriots had to rally to win that game. I covered it. It was a, a night game. It was that, that, it was that cold. That super cold that super game. super cold yeah. game. McNair, Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee with McNair quarterbacking had the lead late. In was the that 0 pay- Five? Yeah, right around there, yes. Yeah. And the Patriots rallied to win that game. Mm-hmm. 
I believe that was the year they they went out and then they went out to okay. To Denver. So that's a bad then they example. went out to Denver and they lost. All right, and that's a bad example. However, there have been several examples of that first playoff game, the Tomato Can game. You know, it's, it's, it's Shaughnessy talks about yeah. whether it's Houston, whether it's Kansas City last year, whether right, it's the, week, the Colts, the right? Colts at the end of the regular season, season when they always say, "Well, whoever we're going to play is going to be a good team because they're in the playoffs." Yeah, right, right, exactly. And that first one, they almost always just blast them to pieces. But then when it comes to the AFC Championship game slash Super Bowl. I'm not making this up. I mean, the the Super Bowls that the Patriots have won and lost have all been close games, all of them. And they rarely ever get blown out when they lose in the playoffs. One of the few exceptions was the Ravens. that Ravens game in 09. Other than that, their playoff losses are almost all close. And I'd say about 50-50 with their playoff wins, whether it's the first round or the second round, uh, are yeah. either close or not. So, right. I mean, that's, exactly. that's, just the way, that's just the way it gets for everybody. That, yeah. And especially for the Patriots, that's the type of – football that they play and it always has been and that's why Steven Guskowski needs to get his head out of his ass because because they're going to need his his foot to win games you can't play that type of style and, and rely on three points that much and not be able to get it consistently I mean that's and you say well you know you just spoiled because you had Adam Vinatieri yeah and we were spoiled because we had Steven Guskowski he was the best kicker in the league for mm-hmm. about five six years mm-hmm. you know he's still he's he's not that anymore but he was. It's not like he's missing everything. He's not like he's Scott Sisson, you know. Missing Sisson. Yeah, it's not like he's missing Sisson. Yep. Uh, we got to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We've got it all here on ESPN. On ESPN, New Hampshire. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic shot down in front, picked up by Crosby, lobbed down the ice, and the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jacobs, three for the win. It's good. Steps back, puts up a three, won't go. Final seconds, it's over, it's over. Cleveland is a city of champions. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. We've got it all here. This is ESPN New Hampshire. Have you been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight? We'll put it off no longer. Nashua Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, flooring, wallpaper, window treatments, and especially paint and supplies. Shop from their complete paint tool section and save big on brand names like Benjamin Moore and California Paints. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com. Let your search for Mazda and Subaru dealers begin and end with North End Subaru Mazda. Only 20 miles from Nashua, North End Mazda in Lunenburg has the best deals in the area. With Mazda 3s and Subaru Forester, both leaders in their class, and a giant pre-owned inventory. To look at their weekly specials, give them a call at 888-805-1469 today. They're just a click away at buynorthendmazda.com. Do you have a flooring project in mind? Then let the experts at Divine Flooring partner with you to get the job done. Divine Flooring is committed to providing their customers with the best advice and products at the best prices. From carpet to hardwood to tile and stone, Divine Flooring will help you obtain a beautiful new floor that will last a lifetime. Plus, they have a huge selection of area rugs in stock at all times. Come experience the Divine difference. You'll be floored. Located right on Route 101 in Wilton. Call 603-654-5400 or visit DivineFlooring.com. 
Looking for a stylish place to call home? Then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in Lowell at 24 Merrimack Street. The apartments at 24 Merrimack Street are located in historic downtown Lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building. Residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's 24MerrimackStreet.com. In southern New Hampshire, there's only one choice when it comes to the best in orthopedic care. New Hampshire Orthopedic Center has been providing award-winning treatment for all orthopedic conditions for over 40 years. Chances are one of our physicians has helped someone you know get back in motion. Voted best orthopedic office by union leader three years running. Voted top doctors 30 times by peers in New Hampshire Magazine. Tell your primary care physician you'd like to see a specialist at New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit NHOC.com for more information. The Sports Blast. Let's say the season ended today and they go to Toronto for one game playing in the wildcard game. Who is your starting pitcher? David Price. Given how bad he's been this season, Dave, given how bad he's been in the playoffs in his entire career, you still go to Price? Yes. Why? Because he's the guy. Who has the best stuff in this starting rotation? Price. Thank you. That's Obviously all I Price. need to know. He one game, been. one day, who has the best stuff in your rotation? If it's David Price, that's your pitcher. Every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Here's Christian King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live at ESPNNH.com. Good to have you with us here today. Uh, we'll get back to the Patriots in the 2 o'clock hour. In the meantime, I wanted to take just a few minutes to sort of catch up on everything else that was going on in the uh, world of sports here locally. Uh, the Celtics had a, well, they had a tough weekend. Lost to the Spurs. Lost to the Spurs in a game they should have won. At first, I sort of felt good about it, thinking, well, you know, at least they were competitive. And then I did just something that I usually, you know, you don't, you don't even really think to do. But the Spurs are 14-3, and three, right? I look back at their, they're on a nine-game win streak. It was an eight-game win streak when they beat the Celtics. Yep. So I look back at some of the wins that they had and by how much. Before they beat the Celtics, they beat the Hornets by five points. All right. Before that, they beat the Mavericks by five points, which spurred that great uh, Popovich yeah, rant, yeah, rant after where he game. left, and then he popped his head back out and said, and they should have won. And won. Right, right. Hilarious when he did that. Yeah, it was. That was really funny. Uh, they beat the Lakers by nine. Yeah. They beat the Kings by five. Yeah. They beat the Miami Heat, who I think have five wins by four. They beat the Rockets by six, and they beat the Pistons by ten. They also beat the the Warriors on opening night. On opening night, yes, they beat the Warriors they by out. thirty points. Yeah, they blew them out. But I was talking about recently here in this last win streak, just to sort of get an idea of you know, well, if the Spurs are running everybody out of the building, which is what I sort of thought when I thought of the Spurs. Well, they kicked the Golden State's ass in that first game. If that's what they're doing, to everybody else, they're not. They're not doing that. No, they want they, they want a typical San Antonio game on Friday. Yeah, and Friday the Celtics uh, really choked it away. 
Celtics had a 14-point lead in the first half of this one. Yep. They, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it was, there was, there was a lot, a lot of things to sort of critique in this one. The main thing, I would think, is letting David Lee. Remember David Lee? Thought his career was over. David Lee came to Boston. And scored. Out of shape. 15 points, 12 rebounds, yep. 3 assists. Did not work out very well. In 18 minutes. He was out of shape. Celtics gave up on him. Let him go. Mm-hmm. He, ended he, up, to... he finished uh, last year with Dallas. Yes. Played fairly well for them. And then got himself a free, you know, a, you know, a small free agent contract with the Spurs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's he's played. Yeah, he, he had a great game on uh, on Friday. Eighteen minutes, yeah. fifteen points, twelve yeah. assists. To do that in eighteen minutes, you gotta be quick. You have to be like David Lee's. David Lee, being the former Nick, his his best. It's almost a point and a rebound a minute. His best attribute is running the floor. Yeah. For a big man, yeah, don't the people don't expect it out of him. Last year, he was out of shape and couldn't run the floor, and it took away from his game. And the Celtics said, "What do we get here?" He also this couldn't is, rebound and couldn't shoot. And this couldn't, is yeah. the guy. This isn't the guy we wanted. And then now, you know, he realized it, did what he had to do in the offseason this time around, and goes back out well, there. First of all, yeah, he's not having some great year. Okay, he only no. played eighteen minutes in that game, and also no, the fifteen points and twelve rebounds are both season high. He's so. he's you know he's just a, a role player with the Spurs now. Yeah. But at least, but I mean, look, they're not going to keep. They weren't going to use him if he was playing like he did last he's year. He's averaging seven points and five rebounds. That's fine. There's more than he did with the Celtics. Oh, much more. You know, and he's averaging that in seventeen minutes, roughly. Right, he, he got what he normally gets. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Got a double double in eighteen minutes from David Lee. That right there, some little stuff like that. That's what the Celtics didn't it's okay. do last Kawhi year. Kawhi Leonard gets you. Kawhi yeah, Leonard yeah. beats you. He's no, a he's a great player, and he had a great game. Yeah, but David Lee does it. No, you don't want you don't like that. Kawhi had twenty five, ten, four assists, two blocks. But David Lee off the bench doing that two year. Are you kidding me? That's yeah. a, that's humiliating. Yep. And they got smashed on the on the glass again, out rebounded again. Uh, you know, there, it's gonna it, it's gonna be win lose win lose win lose until they. Either figure it out and go on a streak, or just stay this way the rest of the year. It's it's gonna you know usually look the Knicks were twenty and twenty last year. Mm-hmm. Then they figured out they were bad. Right. Then they ended up you know fading away, really fast. You could get just th- that won't happen to these guys, but they could be like you know eighteen and fifteen or eighteen and sixteen, and then go on a little bit of a run and get ten games over five hundred, and then you. You know, then things start to separate a little bit. Yeah. And that's basically what we've been seeing. They had yep. a nice little three-game win streak on the road. Yep. And with some goodwill built up there and what seemed like a real a real bounce-back sort of reinvention of what this team is and what they can be, they kind of reverted back to their old self well, they had, uh, against the Spurs. You know, they got on a three-game win streak when they got they got Horford and Crowder. And Crowder back, yeah. That's, that's you know, that that's a big deal. And they just lost to a bad team. I mean, then they just lost to a good team at home. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And that's and that's and that's going to ha- that's going to happen. The only real quality wins I think the Celtics have this year, I'd say the win against the Bulls in the first, uh, in the second on, week of the that, season, was that that was at home, right? They lost to the Bulls in, the, in Chicago, in and then Chicago, they, beat they beat them a couple back, games yeah, later. Right, yeah. That was a big win. Yeah. Uh, the win—I don't even want to say the win over the Pacers because Paul George didn't play. Right. Um, Indiana's not really 
lightening it up. I like that win over the Wolves in Minnesota. They're not great so far this year, but I was impressed by that win. Yep. And that's it. That's really it. They're nine and seven. They look like a nine and seven, you know, sort of they're only one game better than the Knicks right now. <laughs> and that seems about right. That seems about right what this team is and what they're playing like, you know. I don't I I'd Pretty like much. to I'd like to say that they're playing over under underperforming, but I'm not necessarily Pretty sure. Pretty much are. and but it's still, you know, things tend to separate after a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. I can't really put it into words, but that tends to happen. You know, when I, that separation happens, the Celtics are going to have to be better than or equal to. Forget the Cavs. Cavs are thirteen and two. Right. You're not going to be equal or better than them. But the Raptors, yep, the Bulls, the Hawks, and uh, let's say the Hornets too, and the Charlotte Hornets because they're about as good as you are this year. The same record. Uh, you know, they've you've played I them saw a few them, times. I saw them Friday night lose a, a really good game to the Knicks in overtime, and then they beat them. By five on Saturday night. Yeah. If the Celtics can be as good as or or better than Charlotte, Atlanta, Chicago, and Toronto. See, I think, they, I think Toronto. That's the team they really need to be better than. You know? That's the team that they need. If they're better, you know, that's the team that they need to really kind of push beyond. I don't think they're good enough to do that this that, year. That's, that's, the, that's the, you know, because they weren't last year. Toronto was the second seed, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and and I don't know if that's you in know the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth all had the same record and right. were just tiebreakers yeah, right. to see who that, was you know going right. to play who. Um, I think Toronto you're right onto now, something there, yeah. Yeah, Toronto right now they're ten and six. So I mean they're right with them, you know. Chicago's surprising at ten and six. They've remade their team a little bit. They may remade their team a ton. Yeah, so they, you know, they had to because mm-hmm. you know you play over a coach named. Fred Hoiberg, right? Know, it's, it's not. And also, you know, you bring a Dwayne Wade onto a team with Jimmy Butler, and that's you know, it's not quite the Heat from a few years back, but that's two good players. You that's know, it. It's two superstars, right? And of course, they got Rondo there too, right? Although some people argue well. that some people argue <laughs> that Rondo off the floor, they're better with him off the floor. Yeah. Atlanta, I don't know. I don't know enough, I don't about, know enough about Atlanta. You know, except they're minus Horford, but they mm-hmm. got Dwight Howard. So you know, take you know. Even Steven, I don't know. I think Toronto. That's I mean, even because of the division, the divisions don't mean as much this year because the division winners don't get automatically the top seeds anymore. Which is why I don't even bother, why they bother with the divisions. So, I think Toronto is one of the teams that you, is is the team that you got to kind of look at as a measuring stick mm. of the best of the rest. Yeah. Okay, and right now Toronto is the best of the rest. I can attest. <laughs> so that's you know. I mean, I don't know. I, that's 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 how I look at it. Yeah, no, I think you're right. You know, so Toronto's the team I want to measure against, and and but again, Toronto has a thirty point scorer on their team. Right uh, now. Yes, you know, and DeRozan, he's he's you know. really playing well. And again, you know, so they have Thomas, who you know vaulted them to this level two years ago. Right, but they've been swimming at that level ever since. Mm. You know. Yeah, they have. So, but I mean, again, it's it's 16 games in the NBA does not tell you a whole lot. It no. really doesn't. You'd think it would cuz you're almost at a quarter mark of the season. Not maybe big picture about the whole league, but I think 16 no, about games your team. can tell you something I, about your I team. I don't know about that. It can you know? tell you that they're off to a mediocre start at I, the very least. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't predict exactly what's going to happen at right, the end. Right. But this start is what it is. I mean, you right. can't you can't I want to see this up that I way. Wanna, 
you know, see see what the, see what the end of January looks like. Go and, and take a look at it then. All right, yeah, that's what I would look at. I have a funny feeling it's not going to be too far. You know, two games over five hundred. I well, if it's that at that point, then if it's you, four, then you maybe five, okay. But if it's not, I well, wouldn't be shocked. We'll, we'll see. I really wouldn't. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Final hour coming up here on Christian and King. Come experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River and Heritage Walking 